0: I believe that everybody has a dream. You don't get up and go to work without that dream in your head. Now, maybe it's been locked away. Maybe you've tucked it away somewhere and it's it's hard to access, but it's there. Today's guest, that dream is very apparent. It guides her work. It's not tucked away at all. It's inspiring. Uh, it's contagious in a good way. Every time she talks about it, it gets me excited. You probably even feel the smile on my face right now as I just discuss this a little bit. And so we're just going to dig into my guest' dream, Dr. Amy Platt. And uh, she's had it for a while. And we've wrestled with that together for the last two and a half years. And now it's come into fruition. And it's pretty cool, too, because it's actually living out the last question I ask on every podcast conversation, which is, how would you build your dream school? Well, Amy's doing that. And so stick around because you're going to hear how she's approaching Uh, That very cool opportunity and project. Hey, it's Danny, and welcome to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast, a show for ruckus makers, those out of the box leaders making change happen in education. And we'll be back with the main conversation in just a second. But before we jump into the episode, let's take some time to thank our show sponsors. (laughs) Establish your legacy. With Harvard's Certificate in School Management and Leadership. Learn from Harvard Business and Education School faculty as you develop the framework, skills, and knowledge you need to drive change improvement in your learning community. Get started at hgse.me forward slash leader. That's hgse.me forward slash leader. Hey, hey, Maker. My friends over at SMART have developed a research-backed tool that will show you not only your strengths and weaknesses, but where you should strategically focus your energy in order to drive better results for your students. This tool is called the EdTech Assessment Tool, and you can take it at smarttech.com forward slash profile. Take the EdTech Assessment Tool at smarttech.com forward slash profile. All students have an opportunity to succeed with Organized Binder, who equips educators with a resource to provide stable and consistent learning, whether that's in a distance, hybrid, or traditional educational setting. Learn more at OrganizedBinder.com. Hey, Ruckus Makers, I'm joined uh, today by a friend and surely a Ruckus Maker, you'll see. This guest was on the show before season one episode 245. So you can go back and and check that episode out too. And this is a special bonus episode. So today I'm joined by Dr. Amy Platt, who's delighted to be the head of school at the Paul Penna Downtown Jewish Day School. Amy is passionate about excellent instruction and working with teachers to be the talented professionals they are destined to be. Amy holds a PhD and a master's from the University of Toronto, and when Amy's not at work, she can be found on long-distance bike rides, pondering the larger issues facing education. Welcome to the show, Amy.
1: Thank you, Danny. It's really nice to be here with you.
0: So you're working on a massive, just absolutely massive idea. Uh, I'm really lucky because I've had a bit of a front row seat for a lot of this, and so why don't you just, um, yeah, share what this huge idea is with the ruckus maker listening.
1: Sure, Danny. So, you know, I'm the head of school at the Paul Pena Downtown Jewish Day School, which is a small by choice community parochial school uh, at the at a large intersection in downtown Toronto. And we serve our community. When I came to this school in September 2017, we had 144 students. And this year we have 167 students, SK to grade six. I'm actually serving the community that I grew up as a child in. And so I feel really familiar with this community. And it's like coming into this building has been like coming home for me. And when I interviewed for this job in September 2016, you know, I guess the 12 people on the committee asked me where I saw the school going. And at that time, I talked about how our school needed a grade seven and eight, that really to make us whole within our community and to fit in with the educational scope of schools in Toronto, we needed to extend to grade eight, and that there were lots of good developmental and identity-building reasons to do that. And so I got hired to do the job, and I set out on this journey to extend our school. And along the way, we've had many, many bumps in the road, and it seems natural. You're already a school, just do more school. But it's been a really long journey to sort of bring to life this vision and bring our community on board and get everybody set up and ready to launch a middle school. And so it was so exciting when on February 9th, our board of directors unanimously approved the opening of a Paul Penn and Downtown Jewish Day School middle school with our school beginning this September. So we'll be launching our grade seven class in September, 2021 and our first grade eight class in September, 2022. And our sixth and seventh graders will move out of our current site and into what I'm calling a satellite site about a block and a half away uh, in September. So it's it's been amazing. And bringing the idea to the mastermind over and over and over and over again, so I'm sure maybe my colleagues see it, has been a really safe space for me to iterate and incubate and sometimes just vent about the process of creating something Huge.
0: What? What? I wonder what you would say has been the most energizing part of that process, and what has been the most challenging.
1: I think the most energizing part of the process has been the dreaming and the visioning. And, you know, I'm um, I'm a longtime listener of the podcast, and I remember, I feel like. Danny, you spent a summer packing up my house with me in uh, the summer of 2016. I had found your podcast and there was like 150 episodes I could listen to. (laughs) And I listened to them as we packed up our house to move. And so I have listened probably to 400 people answer the question, you're building a school from the ground up. And so I get to like really live that and think about all of the different ideas that I've heard people bring and think about the ideas that I see within my community and the needs and look at other schools around me, reading interesting books and thinking how books on education and leadership and psychology help me think about the work I'm doing and the visioning I'm doing has all been super energizing. And I'd say another truly energizing piece of the work is that in November pre-COVID, I traveled with a partner on this project to New York and in two days we saw six excellent middle schools and we were able to sort of take that learning and think about how that could inform what we might want to create. So that idea generation has been exceptional. I think the most challenging piece is around change management and how do you get a community on board to to envision what they know and love as something different. And so my sense is that we can do more of what we do really well, but actually understanding that for some people, there's a grief here and, and helping to see them through that grief and coming to my own understanding of the tension between my energy, my vision my excitement creating fear and uncertainty and grief for others has been challenging. And I'm hopeful that we've, we've really crossed that hump and we've got more and more of our community members with us on this journey of excitement and visioning and having the opportunity of preparing our kids for high school.
0: And you know, I'm curious if I heard you correctly. The board uh, approved this unanimously. Which congratulations! That's quite a feat there. And I know you've made some big asks, and uh, you know have been doing some fundraising as well. Uh, I'm wondering how you approached enrollment and ownership uh, of this vision, since you have such great backing right now.
1: So it's it's a journey. The enrollment is a journey, and what we ultimately came to as a board is that. You know, we're in this for the long game, that a win isn't about a full class in September 2021. If a win was that the full class would be full, the first class would be full, we'd probably never start. And probably our little school would have never opened 23 years ago, right? 23 years ago, Pioneers took a chance on 10 little kids in SK to grade one, and now we sit with 167 kids in SK to grade six. So we had to sort of look at the long term and think about what are our great visions and what are our big ideas and how do we look at this in the long run? And it was sort of serendipitous that at that same time that we were having those conversations, I got to read The Infinite Game with the mastermind and really think about what is a finite game and what is an infinite game and how can we look at enrollment and ideological school as an infinite game rather than a finite game of registration. So we're, we're targeting um, a class of 11 to 14 as our inaugural grade seven class, which will fit in nicely in a COVID context of these small sort of encapsulated cohorts we've been running. Uh, we're working really hard to have our current students see this as a really viable middle school option for them. And we've got, you know, many of our right fit, right now students uh, choosing to stay with us. And we have this great opportunity to reach into our greater community and say, there's a wonderful option here and we can bring you into this values-based education at the middle school level and prepare you for high school. So our approach to enrollment has really been, how do we keep the kids that we have who are our right fit right now families? And how do we make sure we have an opportunity to stretch that class and give all of the kids a greater social experience by welcoming new members of our community into our school.
0: Yeah, that's great. And I love that you mentioned uh, the the Infinite Game by Simon Sinek and the difference between playing an infinite and a uh, finite-minded game. Can you dig a little bit deeper into that just in case the ruckus maker listening is completely new to that that idea?
1: So first of all, I'd say read the book or um, uh, listen to the podcast. And he also did a podcast with Brene Brown in the last sort of three months where he talks a lot about it. And the infinite game really helped me think about the work that I do as a values-based educator that I'm in this work with a purpose and a why, and it's not about this year's enrollment or next year's enrollment, but it's really about thinking about what is my cause and how do I own that cause And how do I help other people see the work that we're doing as cause-worthy? And that I might be in this work now, but I'm surely not going to finish it. That I might be opening this middle school, but if all goes well, it will be my legacy to the next leader to continue to build this middle school. And that, you know, as someone who believes in values-based education, and I believe that children who identify as Jewish in downtown Jewish Toronto should have a place to go to have this wonderfully diverse community-based, rich education that we're doing this for a purpose. And it really helped me to dig into my cause. And I also loved the idea from that book about a worthy arrival. And so COVID has created this wonderful opportunity for the heads of schools in Toronto to really come together um, as colleagues. And my colleagues at my neighborhood Jewish Day schools have become my really close friends and my trust group in this time. And we all have middle schools. And there is actually a finite number of kids who can come to our school. And so to start to think of ourselves as worthy rivals, all in this same infinite game together with the same goal of education of kids in a certain way, uh, really helped me shape the way that I went about sharing my vision with my colleagues and our community and how we thought about how we differentiate ourselves from each other and really find our niche in this market. Where is our blue water?
0: Yeah, those, all those points were perfectly made. Uh, Infinite versus finite game. The just cause has transformed my approach to serving school leaders. And, you know, I, I drafted what my just cause is to connect grow and mentor every school leader who wants to level up and playing such an expansive type of game I have to look for collaborators versus seeing uh, others as like competitors, right? Or those worthy rivals uh, push me to level up. And the other thing it has done is uh, help me get out of my own head in my own office here in Syracuse, New York, and to ask for help, right? And what's amazing is just a a month or so after crafting that and building teams and uh, asking for outreach, we're now launching Masterminds in 2021, that are not facilitated by me and people have already signed up right that's awesome it could have happened years ago and here I am like you know just messing around yeah so thank you so much for pointing all those uh, points out I do want to talk a little bit more about books and hear about you know mastermind as an incubator and anything we might have missed about the middle school Uh, but we're going to pause here just for a moment for a message from our sponsors (music) the frameworks, skills, and knowledge you need to drive change improvement in your learning community with Harvard's Online Certificate in School Management and Leadership, a joint collaboration between the Harvard Graduate School of Education and Harvard Business School. Connect and collaborate with fellow school leaders as you address your problems of practice in our online professional development program. Apply today at hgse.me forward slash leader. That's hgse.me forward slash leader. Smart has an incredible research-backed tool that allows you as a leader to self-assess your capabilities at the school level or broader to help you with planning and prioritizing. Discover your strengths and best area of focus across five different modules, including leadership and remote learning. The tool inspires collaboration with your colleagues and provides massive value whether you complete one or all five of the modules. You'll get a personalized report that shows where you stack up against other ruckus makers and map some areas of focus that will have the greatest impact for you. Take 10 minutes and get started with this EdTech assessment tool today. I suggest beginning with the strategic leadership module. Check it out at smarttech.com forward slash profile. Learn more at organizedbinder.com. All right. And we're back with Dr. Amy Platt. And she just revealed a big dream, a big idea that she's working on. And she's taken the uh, Paul Penna Downtown Jewish Day School from sixth grade and adding a middle school component to it. And that's launching here next September. So, congratulations again. This that's September, this September. This September, right. This in September. Just a few short months. So, you know, you, you mentioned The Infinite Game, and I know the Mastermind has uh, exposed you to a few other books that have, you know, challenged your thinking and, and have been a gift to you. What were some of those other reads that really impacted your leadership?
1: So I loved the book When. That was called When by Daniel Pink. I thought that was great. It really had an impact on how I thought about time and thinking about time right now, where time feels so amorphous. You know, I don't know when this is going to actually launch, but. Sitting here on March fourth, two thousand and twenty-one, we are, you know, a year plus one day out from when the first Jewish day school in North America closed for COVID, and it was at that moment a year ago that I realized we had to do something different. And you know, I had eleven days, no, nine days of the fourth, something like that, ten days. We closed our doors on the thirteenth, and so time and how we've used time and thought about time and our work days and productivity. I mean, all of that was touched on in WEN, and I think that's really shaped my leadership and how I think about how my team can work. And we've had to work really hard, our board, our team, so many meetings. It's just been a a whirlwind and a roller coaster of a year. And to be coming out of that year with this new initiative is quite amazing. So WEN had a real impact on me. I'd say the other book that's had a huge impact on me and actually I never read it in the mastermind, I just heard about it in the mastermind and so I went and read it on my own was The Power of Moments. And so we're really thinking with this launch of the middle school is how do we leverage this moment? And so how do we make all of those kids, the pioneers in our middle school, the inaugural students? How do we make them feel special and a sense of belonging? What does that look like to create the middle school and moments? What is the first day of a new school look like? And how do we really leverage those moments? I love that book. And if you haven't read that, that would be like my number one choice. And then, you know, the last book we've read in the last year is Dare to Lead, Brave Work to Have Conversations, Whole Hearts. And so for me, uh, this work that's happened over the last three and a half to four years of launching this middle school has truly been an experience in Dare to Lead. And it has been It has been courageous. It has been daring. I have had brave conversations. I have believed that it was going to fail and watched it come back to life again and brought people on board. I have been criticized and praised and all of those things have happened at the same time. And I've had to really know myself and stand strong as a leader. And so thinking about Dare to Lead Um, whether or not, you know, Dare to Lead or Daring Greatly before it. And that foundational work for myself and for my team has been amazing. And it's interesting to link the books together because I pulled my book Dare to Lead off the bookshelf to have it beside me while we talked about it. And when I open it up, it says this book is presented to Amy as a gift from the school to recognize participation in the Paul Penn DJDS Faculty Book Club. So we did a book club with this book and we gave everyone the book and we marked it because it was important to mark the moment and mark that place in time and i hope that 15 years ago or from now people will pick up their dare to Lead book and remember that that was something that they did here under our leadership because bringing everyone on board with bernie's work is so important.
0: I love that it's going to it's going to remind people of that time you shared together, right? So if they're still with you or if they've moved on, uh, that's fine. But all those emotions, the feelings, the hard work, the celebrations, uh, I think will all come bubbling up because uh, you did mark that within the book and created a moment and it doesn't have to be complex, right? It's, it's a simple thing, um, but it's incredibly meaningful. So thank you for talking about some of those books that really touched you. Something I'm excited about working on in the mastermind too, is that, you know, page from the Purple Cows, Um, She talked about how like books like uh, Powers of Moments, um, you mentioned you didn't read it in the mastermind. It was before you started. We have built such a great inventory of knowledge and and have this resource chest, uh, but we talk about it a lot. So we're going to actually try to, you know, get it on paper, codify it make sure that like maybe executive summaries, here's how you might use the ideas with your staff as a value add to the mastermind experience. And those, you know, you talked about iteration. So I think I'd like to pivot here too, because I continue to evolve and iterate within the mastermind and, And uh, trying to be responsive to you all who are our wonderful members. But I'd love to hear, yeah, how the mastermind acted as an incubator for you. You said you've been chewing on this idea two and a half years. It's been iterated. You know, sometimes you had to vent. And yeah, I'll stop there and just hear what your experience was like.
1: So the hot seat has given me a stage to bring my ideas over and over and over again. And, you know, when the hot seat would come up and I would know that it was my turn on the hot seat, one of the things you do, Danny, that I think is great is you send people preparation sheets for the hot seat. And so it would give me an opportunity to think through what what issues I wanted to bring. And I didn't always bring middle school stuff to the hot seat. But when I did, I got such great feedback. And I would say more than getting feedback on the middle school itself or the vision... I would often bring the challenges around leadership to the mastermind and it provided a safe space where nobody knew my people and there's such trust that I could share my ideas and I would get different perspectives on how to move that challenge forward. And so, so many challenges, I think I've had a I've been able to look at in a different space or I've got unstuck around it. By bringing it to the mastermind for thinking. My daughter, who I actually talked about last time, she teaches me a lot, but last time I talked about the mantra that I share with her, um, which is we can do hard and scary things and opening this middle school, I think might be a hard and scary thing. But recently we've been using a mantra with her, which is just walk up the dumb escalator. So she watched a video of these people who got stuck on an escalator. And they, you know, look externally from help. And ultimately what they need to do is just start walking. And so we talk about that as a way to get unstuck. And I feel like when I bring my ideas to the mastermind or my stuckness to the mastermind, they'd give me the tools to just keep walking up that escalator. And, uh, and that's been amazing. And before I did my last big presentation to the community, I brought it to the mastermind we've had a real angel gift come to this project. And I've been working, you know, on fundraising. And when I was able to share with our community uh, that someone was uh, philanthropically supporting this and I was able to tell my friends that that I had done an ask and received a gift of a million dollars towards this vision, that was so exciting. And just to hear the way they were excited for me. And also that, I was excited to tell my friends like when that happened, one of the things I wanted to do was bring that to the mastermind because truly this group has been on a journey with me. And that's been really exciting.
0: Yeah, I have uh, I have goosebumps and a huge smile on my face just reliving that moment with you. And uh, it's been it's been fun to be on that journey alongside you. Did we miss anything about the middle school before we sort of ask the marquee question and building the dream school? I want to create this space in case there's something else you want to add.
1: I think like, you know, my lessons of leadership from this middle school have really most recently been around creating team. So we've just shared with our community who the five teachers who are going to sort of be the centerpiece of the middle school are And that's been super exciting to bring excited people and that, you know, really it's about, it it continues to be about the people who are the people who you get in there to be on your team with you. And as a leader, you can't do it alone. Who's the team you have propping you up? You know, the support I've had from my family, from my husband, from my parents, from my in-laws, from my kids who have really just given me the time, the space, the constant cheerleading, my board of directors, my executive on my board, my administrative team. So although this has been, you know, you talk about Danny as my project. It's really become our project and our community is moving that forward. And so I think that's what's so key about this middle school is that it continues to be about this community and how we continue to serve this community and that there is lots of us who are moving this idea ahead and moving this idea forward. And it's going to be really exciting for our students who get to stay And for the students from our greater community who we get to bring in and join us, whether or not they're coming in in grade two, because they now know they have a pathway to grade eight, or whether or not they're joining us in grade six or grade seven, because they're really coming for a unique middle school experience.
0: So if you could put a message on all school marquees around the world, what would your message say?
1: I continue to go back to Brene Brown. And it's really resonating with me today. Lean in. People are hard to hate close up.
0: And you're sort of living this out, you know, the, the dream school question, but if you're building your dream school, which you are, this time, maybe there is some limitations around resources, which is okay, but I'd, I'd love to hear how you're approaching it and what your three priorities are.
1: You know, I think my three priorities are people, 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 that this school is going to be driven by the people that we bring with us, by the faculty who are taking a leap alongside us, by the leadership. are going to live this out with me and by the families who are putting so much trust into this really small by design and super mighty school uh, that we're going to do something great and prepare their kids for high school and really give them this identity building experience in these pretty precarious middle school
0: years. Amy, uh, thanks for being my guest on the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast. We talked about a lot, so everything we talked about today What's the one thing you want a ruckus maker to remember?
1: I think the one thing I want a ruckus maker to remember is that you're not alone, that there's so much support out there for you, and that if your support does or doesn't exist within your own school community, that the Mastermind is a place to gain tremendous collegial and professional support and a place where great professional friendships can be forged. But you're truly not
0: alone.